The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless, of course, you want to pay them to say something else. Could always use a new pair of shoes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to ReviewParty.com. I'm Brent. I'm Matt. Uh, guess what, Matt? We're geniuses. Are we, we are writers for Disney Star Wars. <laughs> right. Okay. I don't know if you watched the first episode of Book of Boba Fett. Audience, th- that's who he's re- addressing. I'm, uh, and you as well. Okay. You are an audience to th- this <laughs> presentation I'm about to give about how smart we are. All right. So the uh, first episode of Book of the Boba Fett came out yesterday, and I will keep this relatively spoiler free. Uh, yesterday at the time of recording, uh, or I should say, a pair of wonderful characters make an appearance, Matt. And I could have not been more overjoyed to see their big, naked, burly bodies <laughs> swear fealty to the one and only Boba Fett, uh-huh. um, who's basically the concept of the season is Boba Fett's the new job of the hut. Uh huh. And uh, you know, he's gotta he's gotta get Mos Eisley in, in the surrounding area to swear fealty to him and and do his crime lord type stuff. Okay. But he's gonna be a little different than Java because he's bald and uh fans like him. <laughs> so uh anyway, if you remember back in episode sixty seven, we talked about these two pair of fellows, uh the Gamorian guards. Right. From Java's hell yes. Yes, I believe um I listened to the episode we we talked about how uh they, they, there's a love story, yeah, between there's the a pigs. love story between the pigs. When the other pigs would die, the they would enjoy <laughs> the squealing. They were sort of squeal fetishes fetishes. <laughs> yes. Um we 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 painted many we <laughs> painted many traits onto the, the two fat pig guards for Java's mm-hmm. Palace. Uh and they make an appearance, and let me just quickly read the uh, paragraph of the or the Wikipedia article about the episode, highlighting okay. them. 88, who is Boba Fett's protocol droid, then has an unidentified character bring in two Gamorrean prisoners who had served Jabba and then transferred their allegiance to Bib Fortuna. They did not surrender even after their patron was killed. 88 says that they were captured alive as a tribute to Fett. And that their tortured squeals will send a message to potential challengers of his throne. (laughs) Fett says he does not torture. 88 consoles his master to show strength in order to win acceptance as daimyo. Complimenting their loyalty to their previous bosses, Fett offers to spare the lives of the Gamorreans if they were to serve him. The Gamorreans bend the knee and submit to Fett. Hey. Shand, his assistant, warns that this is a bad idea. But in Book of Boba Fett, our gay Gamorrean homies <laughs> are party members, dude. <laughs> they are in the party. 
more pigs is never a bad idea. Yeah, they get up to a little trouble later, and guess who whips out some shimitars right. and gets gets in the mix? Yeah, squeals and all. Back to back, pig boys. So I just want to say that was what a few months ago that episode came out. So yeah, you're welcome for the idea, Fabro, <laughs> for bringing those two gems back. That's definitely us. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be waiting on my check, bud. <laughs> You better stamp the wax with your goatee. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Actually, I just got back from Spider Man, so I just saw the I just saw Johnny. He wasn't yeah, doing too hot in that movie. <laughs> it's not a good time for him. <laughs> no, he really had a bad day. The Spider Man happy happy's no good bad day. <laughs> I I have an Amazon review for a product that I Actually, I found this review, and then I encountered this very product at a white elephant gift exchange. Really? And I didn't take it, and then I got stuck with the old person gift, which was a, a giant remote control and a, a, a tube of expired Bengay mm-hmm. and a, a, an actual catheter. Yep, you should have listened. The universe the is trying to tell you something, and you you denied it. The product that I did not take happened to be the Genuine Fred Boss 3000 Genuine Fred Circular Saw Pizza Wheel Standard. It is a, a pizza slicer that looks mm. like a circular saw, like like the tool that your dad knows how to use. Sure. You know, the... Yeah, the tool where on the internet they put, a, they put a hot dog over the 2x4 and cut it to see if the guards <laughs> work good or not. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so it's a pizza slice. It looks like that. Awesome. I could have had it. Instead, I, I got stuck with a giant <laughs> notepad that says, while you were sleeping, this happened. And Jesus I have to be Christ. happy with that. <laughs> I don't know. And I hope I never have that notepad. I, just, I hope by the time uh, I'm in a retirement home, they're at least sending me emails about what happened when I was sleeping. Anyway, I can I can take slight solace in this review that I had read before not taking this item. This review from Lauren. Who titles a review, Not for Use with Many Toppings. Lauren writes, I got this for my dad as a bit of a ha-ha gift, and it was a hit. My mom makes pizza a lot, so it felt very appropriate. It works well for cutting a thin pizza with relatively flat toppings. But that is not how my family does pizza, as a general rule. I'm pretty sure we just pile the works on there and pray it's edible. The space between the plate of the saw and the bottom of the saw is not large enough for easy slicing of any of our standard pizzas. I'm not sure it would even do well on a simple meat lover's pizza from Papa John's, since it seems determined to catch on each and every lump and drag it across the whole dang pizza. (laughs) Also, if you're one of those people with the overly stuffed utensil drawers, be advised this will make them even more difficult to open. It doesn't necessarily take up that much room. It's just thick and awkward in the drawer. And suddenly you're rearranging all your spatulas again so you can fit one little pizza cutter. You can't just shove it in on top and try to work the drawer closed. You actually have to commit to putting it in the drawer neatly like a proper organized adult. As far as standard slicers go, it's pretty decent. You might need a second pass or so through the pizza just to make sure it got through the crust. But I found that to be the case with many pizza cutters. There's also more cleaning involved just because it's not a standard pizza cutter and there are some little nooks and crannies for all your tomato sauce to find. We mostly pull this out for company now and then, and they get a good laugh out of it. And then we get a laugh out of them working to get it through their pizza. Should have used less sausage, Aunt Carol. 
Four stars. Why are these people setting their family up for pizza failure? <laughs> you know how much effort it is to make your own damn... You have you invite your family over for your fucking make-your-own-pizza party. And then after you, all the work that goes into it, they're excited to finally eat their damn pizza. They're going to cut it. And your little fucking prank with your shit products, you're going to hand them that? You're going to do that to them? Instead of just letting them enjoy the nice pizza? That's sick. I, that's, I feel bad family. for your aunt. <laughs> And Carol, that pizza looks a little salty, probably because you sweat it on to, all over it, going back and forth with the saw blade cutter. <laughs> but also, the other thing I thought of was this kind of, the phenomenon that is happening, they describe when they try to cut the pizza, just oh. sounds like what happens when you get a pizza cutter and push forward more than you push down. Oh, sure. You're you not know, using that's... the blade as much. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing they teach you when you're pizza cutting. You got, you know, it's more of a down pressure than a forward pressure. Down and and and, and cut. Down and cut. You don't push. <laughs> but possibly that's the flaw with the with the design of this thing. Your sure. And you want to use it like a saw blade that's spinning mm-hmm. at high velocity. So you're saying you need to hook up one of those little Lego motors to this bad boy yeah, and get you it gotta- spinning. <laughs> Tim the Tool Man Taylor this thing. <laughs> oh my god. I wanted to see a picture of this thing just so I knew uh-huh. you know exactly what was going on with this review. Scroll down and saw them from the manufacturer. Yes. I was wondering they have a monkey a pizza cutter that's a monkey on a unicycle. <laughs> Which also looks like a nightmare in your utensil drawer. <laughs> uh, yeah, that thing would scare the shit out of you. You look at it at the wrong time. But <laughs> It looks a little more practical. A little bit, yeah. I I saw this company. I'm like, oh, this is just one of those stupid companies, some dang cheap products. And then I scroll down. I'm like, oh, they're they look like a decent manufacturer. Look, there's their factory in in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, a nice brick mm-hmm. building. Their stuff's cute, uh, but also, do you need it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing beats the the regular like. At the grocery store, black handle, metal <laughs> saw, pizza cutter. The blade's a little loose. You shake it and it kind of jingles back oh, and forth. Oh, yeah. It's and like, not oh, exactly 90 degrees time. at any given moment. <laughs> it's either leaning one way or the other. That's where you get that downward press because you got to focus to make sure the blade's not jiggling back and forth while you're cutting. <laughs> that helps you. I think of it as you're fucking manhandling that thing so much it dare not <laughs> jiggle it all while you are running it straight through some, some thin crust. Yeah, one slip and your hand is in pepperoni and, and sauce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they also, I, I don't think this is the same company, and not to get off too much, but as long as we're on the pizza cutting contraption uh train of thought here there is a pizza scissors have you seen these uh i don't know that i have it is like um scissors <laughs> sort of <laughs> i just saw a picture of a pizza cutter motorcycle <laughs> oh yeah forget these fucking scissors <laughs> i want to shoot a remote control motorcycle around my pizza to get it cut are you kidding me that sounds uh, awesome that's pretty cool yeah, what have you seen those like uh, little printers you just put on a page and it runs back and forth and and will uh, put whatever ink on the page you want to as sort of a portable printer? What? 
Yeah, yeah. So I want that as a pizza cutter. You just set the little <laughs> motorcycle on top, and it's programmed <laughs> to cut. Yeah, do do some donuts around the pizza. Perfect oh. cut every time. <laughs> That's cool. A little little Roomba technology. It knows the, right. the size of the pizza. This is the a fifteen ro- incher. Okay, this is my. <laughs> this is where I can run. You got a little app on your phone. You can see the vector diagram of the pizza as it cut. It can sense the pepperonis. You know. It doesn't disrupt any uh, little grease bowl pepperoni situations. You don't want that spilling on the cheese. I don't think it foul. This could bring the country together. You get half of the pizza cut tavern style, you know, squares. Wow. Like we Midwesterners, half are pie Mm. cut like those East Coast douchebags. (laughs) (laughs) They can have their, their triangle pieces if they want. But even then, I think, well, of course, this isn't going to work on a on a deep dish. You know, oh, that's would, an entirely different animal. It would drown. It would drown, yeah, that. <laughs> Your little unicycle monkey is going down. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> the saw blade pizza cutter would look like a bad uh, ice fishing accident if you tried to cut it Chicago style with it. Oh, and you'd have to clean it. <laughs> you'd come up into the kitchen. Dad, I thought you were going to shut that cast iron Chicago pizza you're making. I thought you were going to cut that up. <laughs> but then you look down at the pizza and it's like, it looks like Dagobah and the X-Wing is stuck. <laughs> stuck in a soupy, the soupy sauce. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dad doesn't believe he can lift it, lift it he, out of there. He doesn't have the strength. <laughs> He's a little green friend to tell him how to cut the pizza. <laughs> I think Yoda would be a deep dish guy. You know, he, he seems like a sit down with a fork and knife. Oh, you know. he can put away a couple of pieces of deep dish. <laughs> mm, another I shouldn't have. Mm. Uh, let's, hey. <laughs> no, no, no. If we had our way with the Star Wars universe... <laughs> We wouldn't have Anakin cutting a, a freaking floating pear, awful CGI. We would, oh, <laughs> we would have right. Yoda taking a piece of deep dish and the, the stringy cheese would be going around the legs <laughs> of an AT-AT. <laughs> <laughs> and it would go down and he would go, mm, just cool enough. Uh, Luke's A-Wing on Hoth would have a little pizza planet uh, fucking triangle Velcro to the top of it. Uh, Biggs, did you get into the... <laughs> did you get into the deep dish again? Luke, you've turned off your preheating oven. Is something wrong? <laughs> I'm just going to sense the temperature. For training, Luke has to put on up his blast shield and cut pepperoni with his lightsaber uh i love pizza and star wars okay yeah yeah before we indulge any further into this um i have something to bring us back to reality okay this is a review submitted by none other than op herself that's right Paige whitney thank you for the review is a review for the shit fountain in chicago (laughs) illinois uh, from Google reviews, uh, yeah, it is to describe it a um, fountain with a cement piece of shit as the centerpiece, <laughs> and uh, the words proudly displayed on the cement shit fountain. 
this is a review uh, written by Mari S. They write, this is literally just a unique attraction. Obviously, you just take a photo with it, and it only takes a few minutes, but it's still a cool place to visit, because where else do you see a fountain that has a pile of shit on it? (laughs) Five stars. I mean, potentially there are places, but that's a little too real for me. (laughs) Maybe someone thought it was a public bidet. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, I I guess if we exclude bird shits, right, her her statement is mostly true. Yes. You know, the bird shit factor is you cannot deny it. No, no, there's no way, no matter how many little jets you have going off, you're not going to be able to wing every single bird that that comes within your flight zone. (laughs) (laughs) Although that'd be a great thing for some dank YouTuber to attempt. Uh, why not just get a fire hose and shoot them all out of the sky? <laughs> get away from my fountain! <laughs> but no, this is a uh, giant, this is a Hulk, Hagrid, Thanos, <laughs> you know, tier sort of swirly cartoon poop. We got a big old swirly, huh? Mm-hmm, it Almost is in def- the fashion of the emoji. The uh, In the fashion of the emoji, perhaps the plastic... Uh, dollar store fake cat turd gag gift. Yeah. Um, perhaps in the, the anime Digimon throwing poop <laughs> style. You you know the you know the one. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. I hey, it's on Atlas Obscura. That's great. Oh yeah, they there's all kinds of write up highly you know very high raw write ups about this uh, piece of art here. They have a Yelp page too. I'll have to, I'll have to get on that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, to get back to the review, she she seems to be in defense of the shit fountain. Right. So the, the some there's some scarecrow out there putting the shit fountain under siege simply hey, for existing. This this fountain is just a fountain. There are no vendors. There's <laughs> there's no interactive experience. My children couldn't learn anything from placards about crap. He wants the shit the shit gift shop next door. It's next door to the scarecrow. The shit fountain hater. I want a stamped penny with dung on it. <laughs> the little swirly turd with a stamped penny. That would be great. That would be a great yeah. gift. I love the penny squishing machines. But this this thing has 37 reviews on Google. 4.8 stars. That is impressive. I, I mean, I need to, to get a better image of this because I can't quite see the water. Oh, <laughs> the water, water situation. Sh- uh, I, yeah. That is sort of, sort of in birdbath style. Okay. Birdbath slash water fountain. It, you know. So it sort of The turn is ankle top. deep in, in a little pool, a little kiddie pool. It trickles out. It makes it look like a wet, moist turd from time to time. <laughs> See, for all intents and purposes, this is just a, a wet statue. Okay. You're, and you I don't say ask, they need to take the fountain out no, of it. I'm fine with it being a fountain. I'm saying you don't need to defend it for what it is. Sure. I don't ask much of a statue other than it being there. <laughs> you know? I don't need to defend a statue's honor. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know there's much more to say about this shitty fountain. (laughs) Other than we we have to go. We have to. 
Yeah, I mean, I sure. I'll spend a, as as stated, as instructed. I'll spend a few minutes and take a picture of the shit spend found and go on with my day. Go get some lunch somewhere and uh, go. Wow, look at my pictures on my phone of the cement turd and go. That that will be one when I post my Instagram post trip Instagram uh, photos. What do you call it? Where it's many photos in one post. I don't even know what you a carousel. Call. A carousel, perhaps. That will be one of the pictures. An inexplicable <laughs> shit fountain. No context given. None needed. It None says needed. what it is. Shit fountain. <laughs> More do you want? Right. Take it or leave it. It's a cement turd with some in some water. <laughs> what were you? What did you expect? Uh, it's the city of broad shoulders and, and, uh, big turds. <laughs> I could have told you that. It's all that kielbasa, all that, all that, uh, Italian beef, bro. You're gonna have big turds, the deep dish. And the onions that the, the Chicago people consume Oof. daily. Oh my God. Oof. All my favorite stuff. Should we, uh, do a bit of an early break? I feel like we're we're a bit pooped after that review. Yeah, why not? It's been a while since we've taken a nice early break. Yeah, we need it, okay? Okay. All right, fountain shit it. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show, or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. (laughs) Mine mine is at the store. (laughs) That is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewbuddy.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now, because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the episode, and welcome to... Upon further review... Boop, 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 review... <laughs> This is the segment where we take things which we think we know things about and we learn a little bit more about those things. And sometimes we say, wow, I didn't know that part of that thing. <laughs> it's all about expanding our, our worldview, appreciating things that we have a bit more sometimes. You know? I know. You know? I know. I know. Uh, from time to time, these are <clears throat> accidental inventions. And what we have today isn't necessarily an accidental invention, but more an accidental, that's the thing. And it's all going to make sense as soon as I say the name William Wrigley Jr. Oh, this, this guy likes to chew some gum, doesn't he? This guy does like to chew some gum, but <laughs> it didn't start that way. So... Where did it start? It started in Philadelphia. City of brotherly turds. City city of big fat dookies. (laughs) In Philadelphia in the late 1860s when Billy Billy Wrigley Jr. was just a lad. And his old man, 
had a company of his own. It was the, the William Wrigley Company, the Wrigley Company making that fine, fine soap. How's that sound for you? It's, it's Civil War era. You, you hear the name Wrigley, you're like, the soap guy. I hate stinky people, so I love it. Yeah, yeah. If I were in the 1860s right now, I would probably be buying this stuff up, keeping myself clean. Well, young William worked in his father's factory for a while. He, he then became a salesman and is like, I'm pretty good at this whole salesman thing, actually. So he took a bit of money and moved to the lovely shit fountain lands of Chicago <laughs> in 1891. And he set up his own company, William Wrigley Jr. Company. And he's like, I don't, I guess I'll keep selling my dad's soap. But what he did, that entrepreneur he was, he decided to package little gifts in with the products he was selling. Mm -hmm. So one of the products he packaged with that fine Wrigley soap was baking powder, which is apparently all the rage because people are like, Hang on, you can use baking powder to make cakes really good? Sick. I'm going to want some baking powder. So suddenly, he realized, people like the baking powder a lot more than they like the soap. I'm going to start selling <laughs> just, just baking powder by itself now. But shucks, uh, I'm, I'm a giver. I love to give. I love to package dinky little gifts with my product. And he's like, how about a stick of gum with this baking powder? That's that's going to get it just across the board. Turns out, people liked the gum more than the baking powder. And William Wrigley Jr. is like, Ugh, well, gosh, now it's going to be gum. And, and that's going to be the last thing. It's going to be gum, but what's the new little thing to put with the gum? Uh, it turned out he didn't really need much except how he made his gum. Wrigley said, let's use chicle instead of paraffin and spruce which were the traditional ingredients of gum at the time chicle you know is the spanish word for gum as in uh, chiclet as in chiclet yeah upon further review bet you probably knew that from middle school spanish actually uh, <laughs> but this the inclusion of chicle in his gum made it much better you could chew it better is higher quality and he went to the <clears throat> 1893 World's Columbian Exposition and introduced a sweet, fruity gum by the name of Juicy Fruit. Juicy Fruit. I love that. Man. It's the best gum that loses its flavor in two seconds. Right. Even better than Zebra Stripe. Zebra Stripe is great. Juicy Fruit is juicier. <laughs> you can't deny it. Yeah. Spitting facts. Uh, after he did Juicy Fruit, he made Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. And, I mean, that, nothing more need be said, really. I, I could go on. Apparently, he gave other things away. He gave, mm. gave away lamps, po pocket knives, <laughs> fishing tackle, and measuring scales. Uh, <laughs> and he proposed that people who buy things impulsively he proposed that gum be sold right at the counter. Oh. oh that old shtick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what counter at a grocery store does not, or convenience store does not have gum at it now? Good old Juicy Fruit, bright yellow, staring at you. Just to share the gravity of 
Wrigley being a gum company. Let me list their flavors. Starting in 1893, Juicy Fruit, Spearmint, Double Mint, Free Dent, Big Red, Extra, Winter Fresh, Hubba Bubba, Orbit, Orbit White, Eclipse 5, and a Boomer. I don't know what that one is. Boomer. Boomer Gum? Am I going to search Boomer Gum? What am I going to find? I don't know. if I, is, I like Bazooka. Oh, Boomer is kind of their take on Bazooka. I don't think it lasted too long because I've never heard of this yeah, shit. Yeah, that, that, looks, that looks terrifying. <laughs> it kind of looks like a strange Mega Man crossed with Mr. Clean. <laughs> crossed with a crackhead. There's that too. But who hasn't enjoyed a nice stick of one of those ones? I'm a Hubba Bubba freak. Give me that. Give me them all, all at once. Hubba my bubba, <laughs> bubba. That's what I say. So, yeah, we have, we have. I don't know, people enjoying free gifts to thank for all that gum. <laughs> uh, I thought, it, I almost thought it was going to take a, a cereal turn. A oh. cereal prizes when I heard free gifts with products. Uh-huh. But no. Well, gum used to be big with baseball cards, right? It did. Mr. Wrigley should have got on that. He, If he likes giving away stuff with stuff. Yeah, he's got the baseball connection. Could have worked. Could have worked. There's a whole field named after the guy now. <laughs> there is. Uh, but I got a review. Let's I've hear had it. enough about gum. I want some real food. That's why I got a review from Amazon for Amy's Organic Thai Coconut Soup. This review was submitted by Elijah Moisek. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Uh, this review is written by P.L. They title it Deceptive Name, High Processed Food. They write, ingredients, water, water, organic, (laughs) tofu, soy, soybeans, sugar, alcohol. I woke up with night sweats from the soy, sugar, and alcohol. Why are these in this soup without any warning? There are no tofu pieces in this soup. No beans. For such a simple soup, it has an immense list of ingredients. Therefore, high processed food. One star. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like if I knew there was a certain food that would give me night sweats, <laughs> that's just kind of exciting. <laughs> the anxious anticipation is, is something you're looking yeah, for in your oh. life. This food has a certain power over me. Well, does it give you gas? No. I woke up in the middle of the night clutching my blankets. <laughs> it does things to me while I'm asleep. <laughs> the uh, amount of agency this thing has over your neurosystem is pretty impressive for <laughs> yeah. a soup, I would say. I don't even know it's what's happening. I just know it's going to happen. <laughs> There's going to be sweating, perhaps visions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to be tossing and turning like like a, a cork on the ocean. Where did they get this tofu, soy, soybeans, sugar, alcohol, water, water? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, some high-grade stuff. Now, is there a difference between the water and the water? Uh, it depends on where it's sourced. The concentration oh. of water. <laughs> Some water gets a little diluted. Uh, with the water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, this water was diluted with water. So, you had half that and half undiluted water. 
Uh, I mix my own water in just because I'm used to its taste. It's a personal <laughs> yeah. thing. You can save a lot of money if you dilute your own water. <laughs> you know, you could just make the soup at home. Isn't that crazy? But you have to have your own water and water. Uh, not everybody has that. Yeah. Not everyone has uh, tofu. Are you kidding me? <laughs> not like water grows on trees. Am I right? <laughs> Do I have to take the soy out of the soybeans before I make the soup? Yeah, use tweezers. <laughs> You're gonna need a magnifying glass, there, Sherlock. <laughs> I, I certain foods should have warning labels. I suppose. Black licorice is one of those things. If you have heart heart conditions, uh-huh. you're not supposed to have a bunch of black licorice. It will right. kill you. <laughs> On the black li- licorice package, it's, it's a warning. Gross. <laughs> that too. Warning unless, that tastes like shit. Unless you're me. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it, man. I can't. That's not for everybody. I understand. It's, yeah, it's... Uh-huh. it's it's a flavor that is like angry. It's like a, what I imagine witches' cursed potions taste like. The little breath. <laughs> yeah, there's a, if you throw a bottle of, of sarsaparilla, which tastes like black licorice, <laughs> on the ground, just that little skull cloud will come up, <laughs> and I'll be over there. <sighs> yeah, you'll be, you'll be huffing it. You'll be throwing. <laughs> A gummy candy at it to try and harness the flavor for more <laughs> yes. easy I, application. I capture it in my gelatin. Do you when when you partake in black licorice? Do you prefer? Do you do you dip into the vines, the red vine brand? Usually, I just have Twizzlers black. Black Twizzlers. Or uh, I've got some good and plenty now because it's post Christmas. Got a good old. Chicka, 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 chicka. Box of good and plenty. Chicka, 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 chicka. See, if I hear that's that box of box. good and plenty, chicka, chicka in around the corner, that's <laughs> like, that's not like, ooh, exciting. Like when a cat hears the, the toy, the treats box <laughs> wrestle. It's like, it's oh, no. like Jason making sound effects around the ch ch That's what the <laughs> good and plenty sounds like to me. Yeah, that's uh, the Seinfeld episode, right? With the Tic Tacs. <laughs> where is he oh you know why they call it good and plenty uh why because i'm gonna be shitting good and plenty <laughs> after i eat that foul <laughs> garbage yeah yeah there should be a warning label for that <clears throat> good and plenties are like mike and ike's evil twin it's like mike and ike's with a goatee and a twirly mustache <laughs> yes Mm, yes, we are an ampersand candy. <laughs> come, come to eat us. Oh, man. I, the only thing worse, I don't know what's worse, black licorice or coconut. I'm sure there's some oh. god-awful candy that combines <laughs> them uh, somewhere. If there is, I'm all over it. Uh, <laughs> That's that's evil. That's you eat too many good and plenty, you'll become evil Matt again. <sighs> I'll try and stay good. Yeah, you eat some Mike and Ike's, put a smile, a jolly smile on your face. I got All the right. holiday Mike and Ike's. They got the the uh, the holiday punch green okay. flavor. It's delightful. Much better than those fucking plenty turds or whatever you call them. <laughs> Sometimes those candies get a little wild because they're the the hot tamales, which are just cinnamon. Sure, Mike and Ike's, but then are like there are cooling ones. What? I've had cooling. I think I've had cooling. Sour Patch Kids as well. Greek yogurt flavored candy. <laughs> what? 
Greek yogurt, what? I, that, when I think of a cooling food, I think of like <laughs> Greek yogurt or sour cream. No, just like chill. It gives you a chill in the mouth. It gives you, ooh, you get a little, you get a brain freeze from your fucking mic. Sort of. We'll find some reviews on it for another episode, I'm sure. No, I I think if you want to, if you want your mouth to be nice and cool, but you don't want that spearmint, you got to get some Greek yogurt. <laughs> a couple ice cubes. Okay, so the Mike and Ike's, two flavors in a box. One is zero meat and the other is Greek yogurt. Uh, now, now that's a good candy. Euro meat? Yeah. <laughs> the heck is that? Like from a, from a Euro sandwich. Oh. Lamb shave. Okay, okay, I'm back on Should board. Should I say gyro? Yeah, that would have, it's, it got lost in the translation. It's all Greek to me, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> well... My big frat Greek co-host, do you have a another review for us? I do. I've actually got sort of a triplet, but there's a catch. I have for Yelp, the restaurant, Tommy's Family Restaurant, Grand Island, Nebraska. Okay. Gotta love Nebraska. Go to Nebraska. Shout out to all you Nebraskans out there. I like Lincoln. I like McCook. It's just fine. Uh, this is a review from Dave F., who visited Tommy's Family Restaurant and wrote, I think this is the only 24-7 place in Grand Island, apart from McDonald's. Good late night slash early morning breakfast. Good pies, which you can also buy whole to take away. Three stars. Got much to say about that? Pretty no, pretty no, standard review, forward. huh? He came back and updated his review. On a previous visit, I noticed one of the waitresses. <laughs> I noticed one of the waitresses looked just like Virginia Madsen out of the movie Sideways. <laughs> of course, my favorite waitress in that movie was portrayed by Missy Doty. She should have won an Academy Award for her performance. What I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. He's he's going to say that till the day he dies. <laughs> what I didn't notice other times, because I was too damn drunk, was the kick-ass sandwiches and esp the melts. Homemade flavor deliciousness. Mm. I was in the mood for fries, too, and they are fresh hand-cut, not frozen. I went on a side of gravy to pour on them. No problem, no extra charge. Waitress did not look at me like I was weird. Maybe they get lots of bizarre requests, but these chicks take everything in stride. <laughs> Wi-Fi, no smoking, widescreen HDTV with sports, badass cheesecake, which I adore. <laughs> almost, almost five stars for a goddamn diner. You could even get big orders of chicken to go. This place does friggin' everything 24 hours a day. Four stars. What? This guy thinks diners are incapable of getting five-star reviews or some shit? Well, well, <laughs> we have one more update review. Uh, okay. Thursday morning, 4 a.m. I really needed some good diner coffee and, yes, some biscuits and gravy, 425. Both excellent. In a booth were some dudes who looked like ice road truckers on vacation. And there was a table filled with PYTs, really not yet into high school. Such is the late night in Grand Island, which he abbreviated to GI. <clears throat> Fucking excellent breakfasts. <laughs> and the last time I came in, spoke to the manager, I said, I had people who wanted to go to Perkins. I said, no, we're going to Tommy's. 
he was very appreciative. This place never closes, and it's just a gem in this town. Five stars. Damn right. I don't... I think most of my favorite restaurants in my life that I would give a five-star review are diners. Diners are the best, bro. Give every diner five stars. They earn it for serving breakfast around the clock, my dude. Absolutely. That that is an extra star no matter where you are. As far as I'm concerned, if your diner's opened... If you if it's a diner, five out of five. If it's a diner open twenty four hours a day, six out of five. <laughs> and if the waitress it ain't gonna take no flack, but she's gonna dish it, sure, oh, ten out of five. Then yeah, then we're then we're in a goddamn <laughs> sitcom. Yes. I got dinner and a show, <laughs> <laughs> or breakfast, as it were. Sure, breakfast. I mean, when it's open twenty four hours, who's it really keeping matter. track at this point? <laughs> The waitress, she has everything on those same little slips that they have in every single diner. Mm -hmm, But she's not judging. When you're pouring gravy on your pizza (laughs) at 10.30 (laughs) a.m., this is par for the course. Those ice road trucker looking motherfuckers just ordered king crab with uh, Greek (laughs) sauce. And and yeah, the the high school girls over there that you shouldn't be looking at, Dave, don't stare at... Yeah, what does PYT stand for, Pretty young thing. Pretty young thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, this this reviewer is all over. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's a Prince song. Uh, well, it doesn't make the reference any less creepy. It's a little creepy. But I guess that's just the mind of a person who thinks diners have to go above and beyond to get a five-star rating. Well, he got there. From a three to a four to a five. A all in the three. course of... of A year. Two stars off because of diner prejudice. (laughs) He was just uninitiated, I think. Well, if this awesome place gets a three, then what the hell does, like, Perkins get? (laughs) Yeah, thank you for reminding me. (laughs) The the dig at Perkins. I'm down. I mean, Perkins, whatever their chicken soup recipe is, whoever's <laughs> freezing those bags of chicken soup and sending them to all the Perkins across the Midwest. Doing a good they job. They do good. Other okay. than that, their big muffins are a sight to see. But Perkins ain't shit. Uh, if you think this place is a three, you must think Perkins is like, you'd, you'd prefer, you know. <sighs> get something at the gas station instead. Yeah, like prison food or something. <laughs> Go find the gas station attached to the A and W. Get some mini corn dogs. It's not an A and W attached to the gas station. Is it? Attached to the A and W. These things have precedence. <laughs> I worked at a A and W attached to a gas station. You know why it ruled? Because we didn't have to clean the bathrooms. Nice. It was Shell's problem. <laughs> See, that's why it matters. Which one's attached to the other one? <laughs> And who's cleaning the bathrooms is exactly what it is. Uh, I got a review from Amazon for the Molokai Men's Swim Trunks Quick Dry Elastic Waist Drawstring. It's just some swim trunks with some bananas on it. Cool. This review by Amazon customer was submitted once again by Elijah. Thank you, brother. The twofer. It is titled, Great for Husky Boys with Short Legs. Oh, no. My son is nine years old, about 56 inches, short legs, 120 pounds, a solid dude. (laughs) 
I got a medium and it fits his waist great. I had to have a short inseam for him so his bathing suit wouldn't be past his knee. Oh, no. This suit is perfect and they have cute, to me, almost kid-like patterns. We also have the pizza slice one. (laughs) It's been washed a few times and it has faded some. That is why I have given it four and not five stars. Four stars. You know how people say, like like your parents might say, you see some old person walking down the street, or you read the newspaper, if people still do that, <laughs> and, and you're like, oh, this person had cancer and they were, they were senilic, or they had a, an illness and wasted away, mm-hmm. and your parents are like, if I ever get to that point, just just pull the plug. Sure, they say <laughs> that shit to you casually, as yeah. though it doesn't psyche like, break in. I'm eating eggs over easy right now, Mom. <laughs> Come on. I'm trying to I'm thinking about the, the test I have at the end of the week here. Not not my mortality or yours. Let's uh, come on. But if I ever get to the point where I'm a, a young parent who describes their child as a, a solid guy <laughs> or whatever the heck it was. Solid dude. Solid dude. My son is like a sausage. <laughs> He is one cylinder of meat. Yeah, it's so funny because usually you say solid dude. Like, that's a nice guy. That's a trustworthy fellow. <laughs> or, like, if somebody somebody does something cool for you. Solid, dude. Thanks, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, thanks for that you, solid. You did me a solid. No, this this kid is solid like a brick shithouse is solid. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I... <laughs> my is kid some... is thick as hell. <laughs> Have you ever seen a trash can? Yeah, that's basically what my son looks like. <laughs> my kid is like a trash can with two tree trunks for legs. I went to the Coles and I was like, uh, I'm trying to find something that would fit my son. Uh, what size is he? Uh, see that trash can over there? That's him. <laughs> Literally. Tommy, take the hat off. Uh, the the uh, worker says, I got just the thing and hands them a <laughs> banana print swim, a pair of banana print swim trunks. And behind the banana was a pizza print. Oh, both of those look like things he would uh, eat. This is, to me, kid stuff is what, what they said to the cashier. And they said exactly. To me, this is cute. This is fun. To me, for my money, <laughs> this is a cute pair of swim trunks. Let's hope they fit around my bulbous child. Up, <laughs> oh, his little stumps don't quite <laughs> reach down. Little feet are kicking out the bottom. Yeah, I like when I have a, a a husky little child and I'm writing reviews on Amazon for the clothes I get them. I'm gonna start everyone with my kid is built like the Blob from <laughs> X Men's The Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. <laughs> my child is like Tom Cat when he gets pushed into a garbage can and becomes a <laughs> cylinder of cat. My my child is built like Mrs. Puff after she gets into a car accident <laughs> with SpongeBob. And I will describe their size in purely inches. I could use feet, <laughs> but that would be giving them too much credit. My kid is like Patrick Star that you could never flatten under a rock. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> uh, nothing's funnier than... Than parents that just don't know how to talk about their large children, isn't it? 
It's it's a classic treat for us. Pe- peak comedy. <laughs> uh, maybe she's, she saw this banana one and she's like, oh, my kid doesn't like healthy stuff that much. I got to get a pizza one to balance it out. <laughs> yeah, it's a balanced meal as approved by mom. You had a banana for breakfast. You can have pizza gym shorts for lunch. <laughs> But don't go in right away. You'll cramp. <laughs> don't put these shorts on too fast. You'll cramp up there. <laughs> They're solid, dude. God. My child is built like like a Mount Everest that no climber could ever surmount. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I have a quick review that I just saw that that feels fitting with what we featured today. This is a Google review for Buckingham Fountain in Chicago, Illinois. Ooh, Chicago (laughs) Fountain Day. It's Chicago Fountain Day. This review comes to us from Bakugo K, and they write, I recommend coming here for a saucy Instagram photo. Five stars. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, said, what is it about this this fountain that adds to the sauciness? Hey, it's the water. It's the vibe? I don't know. It, this is just to say that you can take a picture in front of anything and then walk on to something else. You can take a picture next to anything, go in the reviews and just say outlandish shit about the vibes there. <laughs> Perfect for taking 2007 era 80 degree MySpace style selfies. Okay, we're all gonna jump on the count of three and then for jumping on the count of three pictures. (laughs) If you're gonna jump on the count of two, go take to the (laughs) go to the shit fountain. (laughs) Go go downtown. There's a you know the the Pillsbury fountain is more up your alley. (laughs) We got we got a fountain for every picture type here on on fountainpicture.com. Fun party, fun picture party.com. Uh, well, happy new year, audience. I hope you all find your shit fountains for your perfect pictures. Uh, this has been roofyparty.com. If you made it this far, it means you're a real one. Uh, that means you had a good time. I hope uh, we had a good time. We did. Uh, and if you had a good time, we w- we'd like you to know that we got new episodes of this shit. Every Tuesday. That's right. Hashtag Tuesday. Review Tuesday. This is ReviewParty.com. You see what's going on here? There are all kinds of stuff. Matt, tell us about it. You can go on on the internet, on the Wi-Fi, no. whatever you have, no. whatever is available to you. Stop it. You can go on the WTTW PBS uh, and, <laughs> and, and, and made possible by Listen, viewers like AOL you. AOL keyword ReviewParty.com. Dot com forward slash Yahoo. Dot co. Yeah, just because we're not, you know, trademarked. Just we just like to yell Yahoo. Exactly. Uh, if any of that made sense, congrats. If not, you can just find us on the social medias like Twitter at ReviewPartyPod, Instagram at ReviewParty.com, TikTok at ReviewParty.com, Internet ReviewParty.com.com. You can check out all our stuff. You can throw your affection at us in various ways. You can like gesture to the to the computer screen or phone screen. We won't know it's happening unless you record yourself and strangely submit it to us. I don't know why you would, but maybe you I'd just like feel think, compelled. 
when the review party audience sees some hot review party content on their computer screens, they just they just let out a Gamorrean pig squeal. You take <laughs> you let out a pig squeal. You take a saucy <laughs> selfie <laughs> and you send it to us, and we're like, Absolutely. okay, we have fans. The outfits the Gamorreans were having were body positive, fat boy piggies. All right, the. The 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 sol- they were solid dudes. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Some sort of like swim trunks with pizza on them. They were like dudes with the craziest dad bods in a pig mass with loincloths. That's mm-hmm. their fucking art direction. That is a vibe. Absolutely. I'm sure they are both subscribed to all the social media Ruby Party social media channels. Being the solid dudes. They <laughs> are. Uh speaking of solid dudes. Nosebleeds. It's a band. They gave us a song. Or we asked for it, and then they gave it to us. Thanks for the solid dudes. Thanks for the solid dudes. Uh, If you liked their their song, Bread for Breakfast, which we use as the theme song, uh, I bet you like their other songs, too. You could find them all over the internet. Uh, For example, Spotify. Just search Nosebleeds. One word. Is that all we got? Uh, I got a question. Sure. You know what, what Wrigley's chewing gum starts out as? What, like, form of matter? Is it liquid? <laughs> it's not liquid. Is it gaseous? <laughs> it's not gaseous. Oh, so it's solid. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, one crappy joke leads to another. I have a review to see us off. Uh, this one submitted again by Elijah. Oh. The hat trick. Hat trick! This one is for the Pokemon Master Quest Complete Collection DVD. Whoa. It's, a, uh, I think, season three of the Pokemon anime, something like that. Adolfo titles their review, Cool. <sighs> they write, Reliving my childhood. Added to my collection of things I couldn't buy when I was a child. Five stars. That made me made me picture reliving in a whole new way. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. <laughs>